The following is a sermon from Pastor David Salinas of Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while the Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So jo- Joseph also went up to the town of Nazareth and Galilee to Bethlehem to the town of David because he belonged to the house of and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to him, to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a major, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the world appeared. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They, and they were terrified. But an angel, but in, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the world of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. This is the word of the Lord. Tis the season for singing. El tiempo del canto. And probably if I am a betting man, I would say that shortly after Thanksgiving, already you program the Spotify or your Pandora, and booming through your house were those songs of the season. Me imagino que ya después del Día de Acción de Gracias, hemos escuchado estos cantos de la estación del año. And of course you have. There is no better season, no greater season for singing than this one. Because we are about to celebrate a birth, and actually three. Day after day goes by, and we see the world going round after round of labor contractions. And soon, says the Lord, The earth will be dilated at 10 centimeters, and we will welcome Judgment Day into the world. Pronto viene el día de juicio, día tras día pasa, y el mundo está experimentando esos dolores de parto, y dice la palabra que pronto viene el nacimiento del día de juicio. Y para nosotros los cristianos, eso es unas buenas noticias. Birth number two. All throughout the world, beautiful feet are running down the slopes of the mountain, gazelle-like, with the message of Christ. And just as the Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin Mary and implanted in her womb the Christ child, the Holy Spirit overshadows hearts and implants in them the new life of faith in Christ Jesus. Día tras día en el mundo recorren esos pies hermosos con la palabra de Dios y a través de esta palabra... El Espíritu Santo les da una nueva vida a corazones. 
And of course, we are gathered here tonight to celebrate that birth. A celebrar ahora ese nacimiento. That when the virgin gave birth, a son was given to you and to me. El momento que dio a luz esa virgencita, nosotros se nos concedió un hijo. And so we've been singing the songs of the season here at Sure Foundation in our sermons and in our songs with great gusto. Hemos estado cantando esos cantos de las estaciones del año del Adviento aquí en nuestra iglesia estos, estas semanas pasadas. It occurred to me, however, that, that I forgot to ask you one of the most important questions in this whole season of song. Se me ha olvidado preguntarles una pregunta importantísima en esta estación del canto. Here it is. In my opinion, it is a very loving question to ask you, a very important question to ask you. What is your favorite Christmas carol? ¿Cuál es tu favorito villancico de la estación del año? I think all of you have your favorites. But there are two songs that have to be sung. I mean, there is only one sin against the Holy Spirit, the unforgivable sin. But if we left Christmas Eve without singing Silent Night, that would be a close runner-up. Wouldn't you agree? Tenemos que cantar Noche de Paz esta noche a la luz de vela. Si no, es casi un pecado imperdonable. But the second song that we will gather tomorrow actually to sing with great mm, fervor and gusto is that song from Isaac Watts that captures the only reasonable emotional response to news as great as the word became flesh for us and for our salvation. Mañana cantaremos el canto que más que nada expresa esa emoción necesaria, la única emoción lógica a unas noticias tan buenas como el verbo se encarnó. And I'm talking, of course, about joy to the world. Joy is a necessary emotion. It's a necessary one. Did you know that you and I were created by our God to experience joy untaintedly forever and ever? Nosotros es necesario experimentar esta alegría en el corazón porque nuestro Padre Celestial para eso nos hizo, para experimentar la alegría en su presencia de Él para siempre. La alegría es una emoción necesaria que nosotros tenemos que sentir. But joy is something that I think we could all use a little more of. No. A lot more of. La alegría es algo que necesitamos mucho. Shh. Hear it? The crinkle of the wrapping paper. Shh. El papelito se abrió. Joy is the Christmas present that God this Christmas Eve. La alegría es el regalo que nuestro Padre Celestial nos tiene para nosotros esta noche buena. Open once again your worship folders. Abran ahí sus folletos. I won't repeat the whole reading that was just read by Almari here, but I want you to hear once again, looking at verses 10 through 12.
the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Buenas noticias de mucha alegría. Un salvador nacido a ti. So what was the mood like the days before Christmas? ¿Qué era el humor, el ambiente, el día antes de la Navidad? Maybe because, maybe because our moods, our emotions are so linked to the happenings, las circunstancias alrededor de nosotros siempre impactan nuestras emociones. Because of that, maybe the, the question to ask you this evening is this. What, what was the news before Christmas? ¿Qué eran las noticias los días antes de la Navidad? Well, for one, the census. Ese censo que Augusto César decretó that census where the leader of the Roman Empire had called on everybody to be registered and recorded. And even though he listed it as number eight on his lifetime greatest achievements, it caused no end of discussion among the people that day because they were wondering, is there going to be a new tax? We're always wondering about taxes, right? Siempre estamos preguntando acerca de los taxes, de los impuestos. Hizo este César, decretó este censo para imponer otro impuesto. Will there be a war or rumors of war? Will we be engaged in a campaign over in Britain? Or, or maybe, maybe up in Germany or in faraway India? And so there is wars and rumors of wars and the uncertainty of life. That was the news before Christmas. Las guerras y los rumores de las guerras y la incertidumbre de la vida. Eso eran las noticias antes de la Navidad. But so is this. So is this. So a local politician, well, not a local one, but a, a modern-day politician reports that, that if the troops are withdrawn from Syria and Afghanistan, that that might just pave the way for another 9-11, and God help us if that ever happens. And then thinking more about the local news in people's lives, las noticias en las vidas de nosotros. So one of the dear sheep here asked me the days before Christmas, said to me, I am afraid, Pastor, I am afraid to fail. And another dear sheep among us said to me, Pastor, can you go with me to the hospital, no one can go with me, and I'm scared. And so it's wars and rumors of wars and anxiety about the future, and that's the mood. Los, las guerras, los rumores de las guerras y la ansiedad del futuro. Eso es el ambiente. But what else was the news before Christmas? What else was the news before Christmas? Well, maybe just those, that organization called the Zealots, they were these fanatical political militants who 
were trying to separate Israel from the Roman Empire. En ese entonces había unos fanáticos políticos que querían separar a Israel de los romanos. Y también había un grupo que se llamaba los Sicari. Also there was this group of men called the Sicari, or in Latin, the, the dagger men. And they would walk around with little daggers in, in their sleeves, and they hated the Romans so much that they would mingle among these large crowds, and when they found somebody who they identified as a Roman, they would come up to them, and they would plunge the dagger and assassinate them in cold blood. Y estos hombres con los cuchillos escondidos apuñalaban a los romanos porque los odiaban tanto. And so what is, the, what is the news and what is the mood? Well, there is hatred and there is anger, seething anger, and there is unhealable division over politics. Hay enojo y rencor sobre la política. And what is the news before Christmas? When you look and scour the internet and scour the cable news channels. All of those political pundits can barely contain their rancor at the other side. Casi todos los que hablan en las noticias no, ya no aguantan el rencor que tienen adentro. And if we all examine our own hearts, maybe, just maybe, si examinamos nuestros corazones, we will find a little dagger there of anger for somebody who holds our opposite political view. Alguien que Quizás no esté de acuerdo con nosotros con nuestra política. A veces le tenemos un rencor. So what is the mood in these days before Christmas? Whatever joy is there is also tainted. Un poquito de nuestra alegría está manchada con enojo, with anger. Seething anger. Just under But what else is the news before Christmas? ¿Qué más son las noticias antes de la Navidad? Well, all of the horrible things, las cosas terribles que hizo ese hombre Herodes, that man Herod, who, if you looked at in the dictionary monster, his picture just might be there. So there is, in Greek, two words that I want to teach you tonight. One Greek word is for the word dog, kuyon. Kuyon es el, la palabra griega para perro. And then there is the Greek word huion, for son. La palabra griega por hijo, huion. And Caesar Augustus said that it is better to be Herod's kuyon, his dog, than his huion, his son. And there's a good reason for that. Because even before Herod ordered the murder of those innocents, those babies, boys in Bethlehem, in his effort to get rid of that rival king, antes de asesinar a los inocentes, Herod had assassinated his own family. Herodes había asesinado su propia familia. Mató a su esposa María y a tres hijos. He had killed his wife and three sons. And what else is the news before Christmas? Well, just this, that the Lord himself in the flesh has come and said, by the grace of God, say no to ungodliness, live upright, self-controlled, godly lives. But there is a little bit of a Herod living in all of us. Hay un poco de Herodes dentro de todos nosotros, a pesar de que nuestro Señor nos ha dicho vivir una vida controlada, tranquila y noble. And just like that man 
We all have our triggers. Como ese hombre, todos tenemos nuestras provocaciones, and it just takes a little bit for us to lose control in our own way. Y nada más toma un poquito para que nosotros perdemos control en nuestro... So what is the mood these days before Christmas? It is depression. It is sadness. It is the blush of shame and the burden of guilt. El ambiente, el humor, estos días antes de la Navidad, es el sentimiento de la culpa a veces y de la vergüenza que tenemos. There is something interesting about the news. Hay siempre cosas interesantes de las noticias. What doesn't make it there? What didn't make the news before Christmas? ¿Qué? No estaban las noticias antes de la Navidad. Well, maybe just this. One donkey. Clopping slowly down from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Un burrito caminando despacito de Nazaret a Belén. No hizo las noticias. It might have caused people to turn because a woman was on the donkey. And back in those days, the man rode the donkey and the woman followed behind on foot. But then, yeah, it was like that. But then you look up at the donkey and you see that she's very, very pregnant. And so you understand, and you go about your business. En esos días, el hombre montaba el burrito, la mujer iba atrás, y por eso era la única razón por qué poner atención a este burrito a donde la mujer estaba montada, pero ya veías que estaba embarazada, y ya, ya le atinabas. Esa es la razón, pero luego seguías en tu camino. And so, and so no wonder that when this man and his pregnant wife come into Bethlehem, and they knock on the door of the Comfort Inn, there is no room, ¿Sí? Están tocando en el hotel y no hay, no hay en la posada un lugar. And so they go over, they go over to the, the Motel 6 in Bethlehem. Ahí el Motel 6 in Bethlehem también no hay lugar. Y luego le tocan a sus, los propios parientes de José que estaban ahí en Belén. They knock on the doors of Joseph's relatives that are there in Belén. But not even, not even family has a bed for a young woman who is that pregnant and going through labor. Ni un familiar le tiene una cama para esta muchachita de 14 años que ya está en los dolores de parto y está a punto de dar a luz. But then, I don't know what happened. Maybe, just maybe, the wife of the relative of Joseph says to him, Honey, Ezra, just look at her. Can we find a place? Y quizás, quizás la esposa le dice al pariente de José, no hay un lugar para ella. Out in the stable, out with the cows and the sheep and the donkeys. Ahí en el establo donde están los animales. And there, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. Ya que estaban allí, el plazo llegó para que diera a luz. And, and look at this. Talk about newsworthy. This is the news. The only virgin in the history of the world gave birth to her firstborn, a son. 
la única virgencita en la historia del mundo dio a luz a su primogénito, un hijo. Mira nomás. It's no longer before Christmas. It was Christmas. And the time had fully come. El plazo llegó. And this is the news. This is the news. God had sent his son born of a woman born under law to redeem those under law because he loved them all that much. Estas son las buenas nuevas que Dios dio a su hijo nacido de una mujer nacido bajo la ley para redimir a todos quienes estaban bajo la ley. Esas eran las noticias. What news of breathtaking, trembling joy, joy beyond all joy. ¿Qué noticias de alegría más que podemos comprender? Don't you see? No lo ven. No lo ven. All of us. Because, because of all of those things that sap our joy, our natural warring with God, and the wars and rumors of wars, and the uncertainty about the future that that has in this world, por nuestra rebelión contra el Señor, y todas las guerras, todo el mal que, se, que sentimos en este mundo, por ese, por ese pecado, because of all of that, because of the anger that's seething in our hearts, por, por ese rencor que está en nuestros corazones, por cada manera que hemos perdido control, for all of those times in which we have lost control, for all of those little Herods inside of you and inside of my heart, we needed an absolute miracle baby. We needed a baby that, that could take two completely mutually exclusive entities. Un bebé que toma dos, dos cosas completamente mutuamente exclusivas. God and man. And marry them so thoroughly and completely into one person that we can say, this little child is God, equals God. Necesitamos un bebé a donde el hombre y Dios están unidos tan completamente que hasta se puede decir que este niño es Dios. Well, that's the news, because we need a God who can come and live in our place for all of those times in which we have not lived according to his standard. Necesitamos un Dios para vivir en nuestro lugar, para cumplir con todo eso. That's, the, that's what we have. That's what the angel says. Don't you see what he calls him? Lord, the great I am. Le llama el angelito Curios, el Señor, el gran Jehová. Y aquí tenemos un niño que en nuestro lugar temió, respetó, amó y confió en el Señor completamente por cada vez que nosotros no hemos hecho eso. We have a God, little God baby, who in our place so feared, loved, and trusted in God above all things that he lived that life of perfect holiness to cover over our imperfect lives through our baptismal faith. But what great news, what joyful news is ours this evening. You see, we not only needed a, a miracle baby that defied the laws of nature and logic. We, no, 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 necesitamos un bebé que desafió las leyes de la naturaleza y la lógica. We also needed a baby who defied the logic of human love. Human love that says, you love those who deserve it. 
que desafía el amor humano que dice simplemente hay que amar a la persona que merece ese amor. We needed, we needed a God who could look at us and say, even though you make no room for me in the end of your heart, I will love you with all of my heart anyway. And I will not hurl you into hell and slam the door shut. Instead, I give you my son in frail but sinless flesh to open paradise for you. En vez, doy a mi único hijo tan tierno, pero sin mancha, sin pecado, para abrir el cielo para ti. And that's what we have. The angel says you will find him lying in a manger. El angelito dice que lo vamos a encontrar en el pesebre. And there is this sermon that is preached there that says this. God did not come into this world to be set down in a golden crib lined with jewels. He came to be placed as his first bed, the modern-day equivalent of a dog dish. Nuestro Dios vino del cielo y no se puso en una cuna de oro, pero en el equivalente moderno de un tazón de perro. A wooden trough streaked with the spit of sheep. And when he blinks and his gray eyes can barely make out the form of the woman whom he knit in her mother's womb 14 years earlier. Ese bebé apenas puede ver la mujer que él tejió en el vientre de su madre hace 14 años anterior. And this is what the sermon says. I have come to give my flesh to the spit of men, and to have my back streaked with deep wounds, and to not get set down on a golden throne encrusted with jewels, but to be hoisted up on a wooden cross, so that I do not even see a blur of my heavenly Father, because I come for the joy of making you new, of making you mine, of making you happy forever and ever. Yo he venido no para darme aquí una vida de, de lujo, pero para redimirte a ti y para ganarte a ti y para llenarte de alegría para siempre. That's how much God loves That's how much he loves me. Así te ama el Señor. Con ese amor. Don't you feel like singing? No quieren cantar. Joy. Joy to the world. Alegría al mundo. Pastors left speechless. That love is so great. Un amor tan profundo. Tomorrow we will gather and we will sing. We will sing joy to the world. Tonight, esta noche, I pray that the angel's sonorous, solo voice has sung Christmas joy 
deep into your heart so that joy, great joy is the song of your life. Mi oración es que el angelito le haya cantado a usted la alegría de la Navidad implantado en su corazón. Una alegría que sobrepasa toda circunstancia. La alegría en el amor de Dios para nosotros. Y que la alegría sea el canto de su vida para siempre. <música>